Okay, good morning. Today's class is sponsored for Shlomo Ben Sarah to find salvation, success, and to see Hashem in her life. Today, today's class is also and success in your for the success of the soldiers and return of the hostages. Today, we have East Coast meeting West Coast. We have an amazing guest today, David Guillem from LA. He's a very successful speaker um, in L.A., and we're going to talk about energy, consciousness, and a little bit about everything. David has, um, what's your Instagram channel? David Guillaume. David Guillaume. Yeah. That's simple. He's, uh, he's, he really, really brings consciousness and, and the, way of, uh, his, the way he explains it. And we have very, very, a lot of similarities. We're both in business. We both do this um, as a side thing, but it, it's definitely... Spirituality. How much has it? How much has helped your business? Uh, I would say the, the business wouldn't exist without it. Well, wow. I mean, the foundation of the business, how it started, every test and challenge, as you know, that comes up, it's all consciousness. It's all beautiful, consciousness. beautiful. So that's why it's one of the things that we work on is definitely how how are we attacking any issue on a conscious level, and I think that's really the key of, of learning, you know, deep chassidus and learning kabbalah. How are you treating this on a conscious level? Because if, if we're able to treat it on a conscious level, then at least we can diffuse the ego. Because normally when we do these, you know, and any challenges that we go through lately, it just seems to be right away, it's all about me, and we were, t- we're tied to a specific emotion, and then basically our clarity goes out the window. Mm-hmm. So when we take a step back and we're able to see, okay, how am I treating, uh, how, am I, how is my relationship on a conscious level? Is this, am I going through fear or am I going through trust? And I think once you make the spiritual change, the physicality ends up coming out. 100%. Talk about that a little bit, David. Um, I mean, I would say, I would say there's, a, there's a lot of places to go with this, but one of the things I've noticed is that, that the, the light... Yeah, the light and energy somebody reveals in one aspect of their life, it starts to bleed into every other aspect of their life. So a person usually is very talented in one area. It could be business, and then they're failing in relationships. Right. So they're talented in relationships, and they're failing maybe with their kids. And so the vessel is comprised of all of those buckets into one. If it's, if it's family, friends, relationships, health. And so usually person always has one area that is always kind of on the negative side is testing them and the, where their tikkun is right. at any given moment. So once you start to cleanse that area or fix that area, the light starts to shine in all the other aspects of their lives. So people usually think that it's, it's correlated, but the problems you're having in your relationship could be the reactivity you're having in your business or the reactivity you're having mm. with your kids or with your friends. That's very true. Amazing. And, but there's, always, there's also a concept that, you know, Reb Nachman said this 250 years ago, that nobody has this, nobody has Olam Hazet. So as much as, you know, it's like, you know, the Gemara says, 40 days without suffering, a person, that's it. <laughs> He's getting taken to heaven. So even as much as we try to master our every single area of our lives, there's still going to, um, or we've surrendered certain areas where we thought we, we've surrendered. Next thing you know, here we go. We're we're back in the same test. And and again, it's 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 only to make us stronger. But we think the opposite. We're like, how in the world am I in this test over and over again? What are the common tests that you're seeing people have over and over again? What are they coming to you with? Fear, fear. I would say fear fear, uh, just the same obstacles showing up over and over. I mean, for my own self, I mean, uh, the more letting go is, is, is definitely something um, that I have a hard time, and I pray for it, and when I pray for it, and I have my morning rituals, and 
and I'm in a good state, I'm able to do it. But when I when I don't, it's a disaster. You mean versus trying to control the situation? Versus just letting the letting the emotional component of, of any event, like the, the, the after effect of every event, there's always an emotion afterwards. Mm. Just being a, being happy that this is a this is a test from heaven, and it's for my benefit. Mm. I think that's really the key. Uh, appreciating that everything's for my benefit, not that the world's against me. Mm. I'm a Scorpio, so I'm, mm. I'm very mm. very intense, <laughs> and that's some of the areas that. What do you what do you, what is stuff what stuff do you see? Definitely, a, a relationships in LA. That doesn't seem yeah, to be so the, you, you know the greatest what, place to be. Like for example, one of the biggest things I see is that people have competing belief systems. So for example, let's say you meet a woman. It happens to women and men, but I see it more often with women in Los Angeles. Let's say she's like 36, 37 years old. She's always asking, you know, how do I find my soulmate? It's like right. a question. How do exactly. I get in the relationship? And so when you start to ask her about what she wants, you also realize, you know, she's independent. She's successful. She likes her space. She likes all these mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. So there's 70% of her that wants a relationship. Then right. there's 30% of her that wants to be alone. These yeah. desires are clashing constantly. And I realize, and usually you can tell within the first 10 seconds of talking to someone, most people don't know what it is that they want. So the signal that they put out to the universe is very confusing. People are confusing Mm. God. Like the the creator wants to fulfill the vessel more than the vessel wants to receive. Right. If a person audits their vessel, you realize you have all these confusing desires. You want a little bit of this, you want a little bit of that. And so it's, the universe is confused. Men are confused when you start dating them. Your, your customers are confused because it's like they feel on one hand you're trying to give them, they feel you're also trying to take from them. So the confusion is what blocks the energy. It's funny how you're saying about confusion and energy. And this is exactly where we're going into Parsha Shemot, um, which the Jews had a lot of questions. They had a lot of que- and the questions is what made it difficult. And as I've learned always from David Hawkins, you know, we're supposed to talk to God about the questions. And really, all questions have fear in them. And if you get rid of the fear behind the question, you get answers. So exactly, it's like anything in life. We're always looking for answers, but at the end of the day, we have to get rid of the fear behind the questions. And then we come up with answers. So that, that's exactly, what I think, where, where you're in line. Deep, when you go into deep spiritual work, you, you really start saying, why am I, why am I not all in on this thing? You know, why, am I, why don't I want to be 100% married? Why don't? And it's, it's, it's amazing. It's a good, it's a good way that you, you brought it up. The other thing is that um, you, you're starting to talk about the portion of the week. You know, at the end of the day, a person needs to learn whatever lack comes up, almost like to relax into the lack, like to mm. accept the lack and the fear, because that's all the klipot that are coming up from right. past life, this life, around that specific situation. So uh, you talked about in your last podcast that every time a person goes through fear and lack, they always go back to old patterns of instant gratification and escape. Right. And that's the moment of tikkun. That's really the only moment of tikkun. Right. Everything else is just, there's no free right. will until you go through the pain and the lack. So the eights, which were Nachman really special, specializes, is really, is, you know, you, you have two klipot that are really, really heavy. The first klip, specifically for men, the first klip is yagon v'anachat. This is why every single day in Shemon we say, please save them from Save us from sadness. Save us from yagon depression. Save us from this. Because if you don't, if you fo- if you make it, if you're able to be saved, you stay in joy, you stay in balance, like we say. But if you fall out of that one, then you have to deal with the lilit klipa, which is sexual immorality, and that one. Now you got two problems. 
Now you got to go fix that one, and then you got to go back to the original side one. This is addiction history one on one. That even after you 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 stay sober, you still got to deal with the issue. Mm. You understand? I still have to deal with the issue, whether it's a low self esteem, whether it's this. I have to go back to to, to hey. So really, the, the greatest pain is the 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 problem is is pushing away pain. Is, is this is the problem, and and, and this is where Yaakov Avinu, Reb Nachman said it incredible in Lakute Hara, Lakute Tefilas, and he says that the greatest joy where we spoke spoke about last week that uh, uh, Yaakov lived in, for seventeen years. What do you mean lived? Lived seventeen years. That was his, those were the years in Mitzrayim. How could you live? Tell me, you were in Egypt. Tell me you're living. Imagine a guy tell me I lived in, in 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 my divorce. I lived in the worst times of my life. Because the greatest joy is when you take sadness and bring it into joy. That is the greatest joy, because that's exactly the tikkun mm. process. When mm. you take the sadness and you find meaning in it, and it actually strengthens you, versus just some wind of joy. It means transforming the joy versus, because think of, practically, if we push away darkness, just more darkness mm-hmm. will come. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting you say that because I was thinking even just about the energy of like a four uh, four quadrants of energy throughout the day. The most powerful mm-hmm. that the sages would would connect with the creator is between midnight and dawn. Right. Why is that the most powerful time? If it's actually a time of darkness, it's because the darkness is becoming light. And so as opposed to the morning when we pray, it's light becoming more light from dawn to noon, which is positive, but nothing is more positive. Gates are most open from midnight to dawn because of the transformation of darkness to light. Incredible. That, that's exactly, that's the, the whole tikkun of tikkun hatzot. Mm-hmm. So we speak about uh, that, you know, there's certain hours that you can just tap into the energy and the energy is much more clear. This is why, you know, here we pray at sunrise because the, you know, the energy you're going to get when you pray at sunrise is just nothing compared to, uh, you know, praying at 9.30 with Starbucks in your face and, and, and a donut. I mean, it's just, <laughs> energetically, you're just not going to get the same effect. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, you, everything has a price. You know, if you break your sleep, God, you're going to break nature. Um, but, you know, if we don't, if we just get into this world of comfort, um, unfortunately, we don't, we don't get the light and then we chase the light. Exactly. It's very powerful. So, because you said this in another podcast too, um, a lot of your themes are about, uh, you know, just kind of having the repetition, doing what's right, stop trying to deviate from mm-hmm. the things that, are, that you're supposed to do. But, I remember, you know, the Zohar talks about why Rav Shimon Bar Yochai left the world and why, why the great sages, if they really achieved the level of immortality, why they leave the world. It's because their consciousness is that they're chasing after the evil inclination. They're chasing after the Satan so much, mm. the Satan can't do his job. Right. So, so, wow. so he, he, he goes and the Satan complains to the Creator and says, I can't do my job to remove the, the bread of shame of, of humanity while these people who reveal so much light are here. And so it's almost like an act of sharing for the great sages to leave this world to create the suitable amount of darkness for mm. us to be able to do our tikkun. So that's also one of the reasons why people, the great souls, don't keep on living is they need to exit to yeah. create a space of darkness for us Beautiful. to be able to transform. Yeah, Rabbi Nachman died at 38. Mm. Uh, and he basically said, I have nothing else to do in this world. Mm. Done. Mm. Mission's done. I mean, I can't, he couldn't, st- he couldn't be in his body any longer. Same age as the Ari. There's a certain level, there's nothing else to do. I mean, they, they've, again, it's the same thing. That they, 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 they're only allowed to reveal certain things. And, and I share that because I love what, something you said, because yeah. the idea is to chase after your negativity as opposed to waiting for it to come after you. 
It's like taking an approach of everything I'm afraid of today. Like if you broke one fear a day, you'd see miracles. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think this is, you know, the whole movement today where you see where, uh, you know, biohacking today, you see a major movement, in the mm-hmm. billion dollar industry, mm-hmm. you know, jump into a cold punch, you know, next thing, you know, what a, what a, what a <laughs> jump into a 33, 33, next thing, you know, you're selling the top for, for, for six grand and you're selling everybody dopamine and can, yes, it's called when you face challenges in life and you don't play video <laughs> games along the long and, and you really, you know, you start embracing challenges, things happen. <laughs> And, and what you said about the bread of shame is incredible. It, if we really understood the essence of, of the problem itself, it's God just wants us to pro, pro, avoid the bread of shame, yep. which is getting things for free. Because ultimately you would, you would be bored to death if you got things for free. And you could see this is called Sabotage 101. 100%. I, I see hours in Florida are not cold enough, by the way. I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> Most people see miracles. If I had to look at where I saw miracles in my own life, it was only the relationships where I gave more than I received. Mm. And whenever there is a, any situation you enter, if it's a relationship, a business transaction, um, right. a friendship, like if you take more than you give or create, it's always a black hole you're leaving and there's always going to be chaos in that situation. Amazing. Repeat that again. That's a very, that's a very simple line. But it's pretty much the basis of everything. I remember, I remember, well, yeah. It's so the basis the, of everything. The line was, any, any relationship, if you want to know why it's suffering, it's because you're taking more than you're giving. Yeah. I remember entering into this, like, a CEO. Even financial relationships. Oh, 100. With, 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 even with God. By the way, even with God. Even a relationship with money. When you are not, you, the, when you're obsessed about the money, when you are uh, withholding money, right? We always say, wow, right? Withholding, obsession, or worry. Mm-hmm. you are taking more than you're giving. So this is what charity liberates you. Yeah, it's just funny because even as I walked in here and I, and I prayed with you guys, I already felt like it's a problem that I'm coming here to take something from the congregation and I haven't, you know, that's something I want to talk to you afterwards about. But right. you got to give, you have to give, otherwise you're walking out of here with the bread of shame. Beautiful. But the other thing I was going to say was, the other thing I was going to say was, you know, one time I, um, I joined the CEO group and yeah. they didn't know my background. They just think of a business person. I walk in. It's a Facebook group, 400 CEOs. And the first thing I felt, and I made a post about this, I said, as my entrance here, like, I need to get to know each one of you and I need to know a problem that you need me to help you solve. Huh. That was my first post. It wasn't like, what do I need or whatever. Like, you have to enter a relationship with solving other people's problems first before you even begin to think about what you need or what to ask for. And, and that created an incredible tie with so many people. Wow, beautiful. I mean, you're, ba- you're basically killing the snake because the whole, the whole problem with the snake is the self-centeredness. Correct. The snake is the, the keep you self-centered and, 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 and get you depressed while you're not receiving. Mm. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's so simple. That's exactly what we're trying to do is we're killing. This is why gratitude is so important because gratitude is the opposite. When you're going into mm. gratitude, you just, you, you're killing the snake. Even our prayers, even our, every time we pray, even, even to get to levels of spirituality, it always requires Kaddish, it requires Zmirot, which is Zamir, to cut. Mm. You're cutting all the, the you, because anytime you reach a new level, you're going to have this aspect of, of Klipot, and this helps to break it. But this is a great, a beautiful concept. You talk a lot about Nachman's teaching and Hidbodudut, and I remember when I first started this 20 years ago, my teacher said to me, he said, you know, he said that the first seven minutes of any eight bodhidut, all the negative forces are going to attack you. Mm-hmm. So you do not, you're never going to want to pray. You're never going to want to talk to the creator. Because <clears throat> what happens is, is so much light in the prayer, in the eight bodhidut, that all wow. the clipot come to you. 
So that's why every negative thought, your thoughts for your email, what's your parents, it all starts hitting you. You have to break past those seven minutes and then you have escape velocity spiritually. And yeah. that's when you enter the zone. Correct. Beautiful. That it's, he says that in lesson 30, that the word tohala is confusion, is the same word as tehillah. Mm. The same thing as the word, um, you know, the, the Baal Shem Tov, when, when, you're in, when you're flooded, when you're flooded in, in, by a malbu, when you're flooded in life, you have to go into the ark. The ark is the word. Mm. And that's why sometimes Rabbi Nachman, they would, they would just repeat, like my new, my, new, my, my new slang for 2024 fiscal year, is I don't deserve anything, but I'm going to ask you for everything. Mm. Um, mm. And I think that's such a, it's such a strong line. Because at the end of the day, this is what we spoke about. We spoke about a couple of days ago, like just like the egg. God wants you to be brazen. He wants you to do, have a desire. Like today, I agree with him. What do you want? I don't know what I want. You know, you, took it. Do you want you want this kind of girl. You want this kind. You want this. <laughs> Nobody knows what they want. So they you can't. <laughs> no, they just don't know. They don't know what they want. That's a key point, though. Desire. So. When we, the, it's crazy, because when you say, before we, we look up to you, we, we want our, we, with our desire, you understand, God wants your desire. And what your, what your desire is, ends up becoming a, the, the, the engine for attracting things in life. Whenever something is blocked, like I believe, for example, like if we want to hire a great employee, you know, there's like headhunters and this, and it takes a month. I believe the great employee should come within 24 hours. Now, how is it going to come? Wow. If I, and I've done this in before. Miami. <laughs> wow. And, well, I have a fully remote business. So it's actually much easier for me. But wow. the way I do it is if I want to hire someone in 24 hours, I, I first, I become 100% clear with what I want. I do Beautiful. 20 minutes of able to do it. And I ask the creator. And then I go on LinkedIn and I just type in, the, you know, the, 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 whatever the keywords are for the top 50 people. And I'll hit 50 messages that day about here's the opportunity. And within 24 hours, sub gate is open. But it's like this clarity. Beautiful. Anything that's taking a long time, it's because you have mixed desires. If you have 100% desire about something, it technically should manifest within 24 hours. I mean, even sooner. And the reason why things take a long time is because of the confusion of desires. Like this girl. Mm -hmm. On one hand, she wants to get married. On the other hand, she wants to be single. She literally said the same thing in the same so sentence. You know, she tells her friends she wants to be married, but she tells the universe she wants to be single because she enjoys her space. You know, and that's why she's attracting emotionally unavailable men because she likes to right. be liked for the first three or four dates. And then she's like, okay, well, now I still want to be single. So she finds a reason to push him away. Oh, the resistance comes up when, mm. when things come up. And, and that's where people have conflicted views. So that, that's an incredible thing, which is called go all in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> At the end of the day, you have to go all in. Mm. You really have to pick one thing and go all in. Um, and when you do that, that does create intent. That's why it's funny how Rabbi Rush. He would always tell me, if you have a Shalom Bayit issue, you need to talk 30 minutes about this issue. Nothing else. And maybe that's why. Explain, explain that. When he, anytime I would have an issue, a specific thing, he would say, you need to talk to God 30 minutes only about this issue. About that one issue. Not several not about, issues. Not, not, don't talk about several issues. <laughs> and this is what, we, we're just overwhelmed sometimes. I got to deal with this, I got to deal with this. And... and it's very hard just to talk about one thing. But at the end of the day, this is concept, because when you build enough desire, you end up getting exactly that clarity. That clarity opens up Bratzon and it allows, allows life to get in. I see this in business hmm. where, you know, everyone's got a great idea for a great multi-million dollar whatever. And there are six good ideas on the table. You have to kill the other five Correct. and pick one and have the whole team focused on that one. 
Because if there's, the team starts to get focused on two, three things, then the negative side comes in because the negative side is all in. You know, if there was a great employee I could hire, it would be the Satan. He is all in. He works 24 hours a day. Incredible. He doesn't complain. And you know what the best part is? He does his job even though the whole world hates him. So he has like no ego right. either. It's like... He's it's like the Dennis Rodman of the, of the basketball. Exactly. He's getting all the disrespect. Getting all the rebounds and, and punching everybody in the face and, and winning the game. Exactly. Exactly. Wow, that's a great analogy. So every time you're doing more than one thing, the negative side has to win because he's only sure. doing one thing. It's He's exactly, all in. It's exactly what we spoke about the other day. We spoke about that. The minute you have 2% lack of emunah, mm. you understand? That you, that you don't have 100% emunah. Mm. You, mm. you don't have 100%. Mm. You can have 97%. Mm. You understand? The 3%, the, the negative side comes in and will knock everything else out. So th- this is why you have mm. to invest this fiscal year, whatever your program you're on, we, actually, we need a new, a new Hebrew New Year because the first, the way this Hebrew, this year started, it's Shem uh, Yachem. But we, we do have to have this all-in attitude, um, and, and I love this "burn your boats" concept by Cortez. When he came to America, he decided well, either you win or you die, <laughs> and, and and it does. This is one of the reasons why some of the stuff on social media you you have to cut some things in your life to be able to go because if you cut, you're gonna get separate. But if you just go. It can't be a behavior thing. Mm. I was supposed to go to business school and do all these things you know, a Persian family wants you to do. Um, <laughs> I was 15 and I said, I told my parents, you know, I'm joining a nonprofit organization and I'm just going to go and teach. And they look at me like I'm crazy. And, and all my family friends have said, they Especially said... That's sure, the nonprofit part, right? The nonprofit. Yeah. I said, I'm going <laughs> to I said, I'll, I'll get a 300... The Persians is the nonprofit part. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? I said, I'll, get, I'll make $300 a month as a stipend. They'll cover my costs. And, you know, the, the, I'm just going to give. Nightmare. I, mean, nightmare. I mean, it was two years of depression for them. And then they said to me, they said, you know, how do you know you're not throwing your whole life away? So I said to him, I said, this will never end. If, if I'm making a mistake, I'll come back next life and fix it. Right. But I... If I don't go all in on something I believe in, then what is the point of all of this? You're always going to be, everyone has something to say all the time. So you, you find something you believe in that you know in some way enhances the creator because the creator has to be involved. And then you go all in. And here's the thing, even if it's a mistake, if you go in with Emunah, the light, my teacher Karen Berg used to always say, the, the light will curve it to make, mm. make it work as long as you right. have the Emunah. Right. That, that's an incredible concept, what he said. And this is why... When a person trusts in Hashem, he will be surrounded with mercy. So the fact that you made a decision, mercy will come because of the decision. Even if it was a wrong decision. Even if it was the wrong decision. Because eventually you'll get there. Right. The indecision is the worst thing you could do. Mm. And that's why I tell people, I don't care. Just do something. Fail. Do something. Just get, do something. Don't do nothing. You talk about momentum all the time. Momentum, momentum, is, momentum is, is the, is is the, the fact that you, you've created, right. And, and one of the things that's, you know, I got married, you know, 60 days after I got divorced. Because <laughs> I, at the end of the day, I knew that it's, I'm going to learn right. regardless. Um, there's no, no such thing as, you're going to learn anyway. Right. But when you don't make a decision, that means you're just allowing fear. I think Grant Cardone, Grant Cardone has a great line on this. He says, um, the best way to kill fear is starve them of its time. Mm. It, it, fear lives on time mm. So the more you give time The more time The more you procrastinate So you see today Massive procrastinators Massive perfectionists All they do is They're taking time And just feeding it mm. So time now becomes You know What, what does time term become? 
time becomes now, uh, it becomes illusions and it becomes, um, you know, thinking of the worst case scenario. So what you want to do is you really, really want to cut time. Beautiful. And Mel Robbins even says this in her whole five-second rule of the thing, which, you know, she sold a billion dollars, millions of dollars on the five-second rule. That means your brain has five seconds to make a decision. If you make the decision within five seconds, your brain, if you don't make it within six, you make it at six, seven seconds, your brain will kill the idea. Understand? So the whole point is don't, don't give time energy. Don't give. Make a decision and surrender the outcome. And then you don't get stuck in this... Um, and this, you know, I don't know what I want to do. One of the things I pray to the Creator for is whatever takes me eight hours today to do, or one hour to eventually has to take me one second to do. So, for example, you know, I see the most powerful speakers, or let's say, let's say Moses came down right now and he said three words to you. Those three words would be powerful enough you'd remember for the rest of your life. But we have to give hours of podcasts and classes for people to maybe get something for three days and then they forget it. How do we? Right. Get to a place where we reduce time, where I can say five words to someone and they remember it for lifetimes. Mm-hmm. That's all dependent on our consciousness. And it's something mm-hmm. that we all need to get to is to reduce time. Because time is connected to the desire to receive the self alone, which is connected to the evil inclination. Eventually, mm-hmm. in, in, in the world of the creator, there's no time. So that means if right. we want to be like the creator, we have to remove time completely. So even in business, like if meetings should only take five, six minutes. The fact that Zoom meetings take 30 minutes or an hour, it's, it's, it's totally absurd. It's so, and, and I have meetings with people like, do you have 30 minutes? I said, I have five. five right. and, and it's amazing, the miracle, what they get yeah. out in five yeah. versus yeah. if they had 30. They're telling stories, they're bringing in information that's right. not necessary. A friend, of mine gave me, a friend of mine gave me a great gift. He, and he gave me a coffee cup. It says, um, he, he says, um, this this is an email that should have been a, a, a meeting that should have been an email. <laughs> an email that should have been a, me- a meeting that should have been an email. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Right, oh amazing. Yeah, we we, you know, th- th- that's another thing. I see a lot. I see a lot of people growing in the podcast. Right, they're really really growing. And then they want to become spiritual. They want to attract, and then they're not meeting the right guys. So they're not meeting. So sometimes you have to jump into Shabbat. Like if you want to, they're just, they're mediocre. Like you have to take that extra because when you keep Shabbat and you do, you'll meet somebody that keeps Shabbat. And that's another thing, not confusing heaven. Mm-hmm. Heaven wants to give you. Heaven, we have to understand that heaven wants to give us more than we want to receive. But we, we, we're not making space for heaven to give us. Beautiful. And that's the thing. You have to really, really understand that you have to be flexible in some of these things. If you're dating, you want to meet somebody that wants to be spiritual, wants to, there's a certain package that comes with it. Like if you want to you know, drive and get a suntan, you, an SUV is not going to do that for you. You need a convertible. But you can't say, I want an SUV that's a convertible. That's what's happening. Imagine going to a dealership today. Do you have any SUVs that have a convertible top? I think there's, there's a couple out in the market. Uh, there's, 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 there's a Range Rover or something. That's something I've seen. They're, I've not, seen tell, they're not selling too much. <laughs> <laughs> they're not selling. Because the bottom line is, it just, it's two concepts. Yeah, it's two different concepts. Yeah, either you want to go in an SUV and have kids, or you want to be single, be in, be in, in, in a convertible and, and not have kids. <laughs> Get clarity. Get clarity is always, clarity is power. Here's the thing. Everyone's clarity trying, is power. Everyone's trying to predict steps ahead. And that's where the problem is. 
I, people say, okay, well, what happens when I'm spiritual? What's going to happen after that? You can't ask this question. You have to first become like the Creator. The Creator will then show you what the next step is. Mm. But everyone's trying to think 10 steps ahead. All right, so what happens? I'm going to I date like this person. I'm going to go in this relationship. Then what's going to happen? Then what's going to happen? Right. And that's just fear dictating the seed level of everything. But it's, you have to go mm-hmm. all in today. And then going all in today reveals a whole new... That's all I'm about. All I'm about just means the next world that is revealed after you go all in today. Mm. Because, because you're, you're, you're in a place where that, that is Olam Abba. When you're living in that, it's considered like a person, it's like he built his temple. Mm. So building your temple is having that, living in presence, etc. That's, a, that's, a, that's an amazing, amazing concept. How, how much, how is your Hezbollah How much time do you do in Hezbollah It's funny, I, I, I... Which is the hardest thing to it's do. The hard, it's, it's literally, there's so many things that end up happening. The hardest thing to do is Hezbollah is when things are going well. That's what I've noticed. When okay. there's great things happening, it's hard to do Hezbollah because you're already, you already feel the energy. When you're in a lot of pain, I remember when the toughest times, there was a legal issue I was going through, one of the most difficult times in my life, I was doing Hezbollah three hours a day, three, four hours a day, wow. and I was seeing miracles. And I wasn't even working, but everything was working out. And then when things are good, they it goes to like, you right. know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes broken up throughout the day. That's the challenge. So what mm. I try to do is, is, is at least 15, 20 minutes in the morning, at least, but right. try to aim for the 30. Right. And then uh, before I go to bed, I've noticed if I can do it, I sleep better, it's deeper, and I'm not waking up with anxious thoughts at 4 a.m. Mm. So that's what I try. And when I'm driving, I've learned if I'm not going to listen to them spiritual, I don't put on garbage. I just talk to the creator as I'm driving. It's another way to kind of yeah. tap into it during the day. I'll tell you why, why we physically, and there's a big movement, obviously, today you see after this, there's a movement of a lot of meditation. There's a lot of movement in breathing today. But there's not a big movement in talking. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is... People don't know they have to talk out loud. Correct. You physically have to talk because the talking itself creates the vessel. Just like your wife says, mm, I'm thinking about you. <laughs> if you don't tell her, I love you, she's going to accuse you of not loving her. And talking. So I don't know where the movement today, but people, believe it or not, talking, according to the Zohar, according to Rav Nachman, speaking is the vessel. The creator's love language. You say a blessing. You're bl- blessing. You can't just mm, look at the food and... and, and Physically have to talk it out. What about having the thoughts in your head? Talking in the head. Talking in the mouth. Thought, speech, and action. Things have to go through thought, speech, and action to could become to a fruition. Thinking itself is, is not enough. Breathing itself. All breathing does is it, it gets you focused. It, it just it comes down the it comes down the ego. Uh, but you physically have to talk it out. You have to talk it out because talking out is, and this is how the, the in Egypt, the, the Jews could not speak. They couldn't speak. The, 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 the speech was in exile. So they couldn't get out. Mm-hmm. It was an emo- they were all emotionally, it, were, they were all, it was all emotions. The Kotzer Ruach, they couldn't speak it out. Only when they started, not even speaking, crying, mm-hmm. did the salvation come. So th- this is where people today, yes. I love when, when all of this is just pregame stuff mm. to center you, but then you have to physically talk. And it's funny because trauma victims trauma victims don't have a, don't have a speech; they keep everything in. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm. So when we're, we're when we are, the, the good thing about his Bodhidut is it's, your, it's basically guiding you in your life where you're at. It's telling you where you're at in your life. Are you holding things in? So it's, it's speech is, is so important to, to, to physically talk it out. Edith Ager says the opposite of depression is expression. Even in my program, even in my, in my facility, where you see people talking things out and, and, and just talking it out and, and, and praying, they, they feel better because the words have to come out. That's what creates the vessel. The, the Ari in, in Shara Rachel says that every time you're speaking the words, like you said, the words create a vessel and then the spirit of the creator rests in those words. Correct. God created the world through speech. Everything, again, everything has to. So today's movement is not too much on, on speaking. It's just a lot of thinking, a lot of meditate. There's 155 meditations, transcendental meditations, uh, 2,000 breathing techniques, box breathing, transcendental breathing, Wim Hof breathing. Mm. Okay, talk! I have to breathe just to calm down. Abracadabra. Abracadabra, beautiful. But, so that, that's one thing where I, I you know, talk, did you talk it out? You have 99 problems, and one of the problems is you're not talking. Mm. <laughs> that's the problem. Mm. I read something last mm. week when Moshe went and spoke with Hashem. He said, tell me your name. Hashem was like, I'm not telling you my name. He said, please tell me your name. And he answered, Yud K, Vav K. And I saw an interpretation by one of the rabbis. Yud, Hey, Vav, Hey. There were breaths. Mm. Hashem was telling him, that's how you call out to me. Beautiful. By breathing and speaking these letters. And what happens when all they know after 120? You stop breathing. Hashem leaves your breath. Amazing. Amazing. Beautiful. What else do you... You run a very successful company. How, how have you created that culture in your company on, 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 on consciousness? It's interesting because I, I don't... Or you yourself. You yourself. Yeah, so here's, here's what I've learned. I mean, there's so many aspects to culture, but one of the things I've learned is the belief system of the people at the top, so in this case, if it's, right. if it's, if it's us, is going to trickle down to everyone underneath you. Mm. And one of the things I look at in like hiring vice presidents or directors is, is what is their belief system about receiving? What do they think is possible? Even if they have 30, 40 years experience, I ask them, I say, you know, the creator is endless. I don't say the word creator, I have to be careful, but I say, power, there's right. a higher power, it's endless. We have to think endless. And I've had people with 40 years experience tell me this is not possible, that's not possible. And if they can't change that consciousness, they're out. That's, because that's going to, that's mm. a toxic culture. One aspect of toxic culture is limited belief systems about receiving. And then when I tell them, let's just open up to the certainty that this is possible, okay. that energetically then starts to draw the right thoughts. Because whatever you think is easy, that's what will manifest. Elon Musk thinks it's easy to colonize Mars. As a result, he attracts all the right engineers, the right funding, the right thoughts and consciousness from the creator to manifest colonization of Mars. We think it's hard, so we're not even in the game. If you think something is hard, it's subconsciously, you're actually pushing it away. You don't even want it to happen. So mm. that's one of the aspects of culture. I'm always talking to the VPs. What do you believe is possible? What do you believe is not possible? And then I'm helping work out the negative belief systems out. Right. That opens up the gates of energy to flow in. And I'm asking myself, because I know that we have a common friend, um, uh, you know, Adam Newman once came to me sure, sure. and, he, and he, he looked at our business and he said, you guys are thinking so small. You know, that's his thing. He always thinks right. big. So you guys are thinking so small, this and that. You, and 
I, I left that meeting realizing even the goals I thought were big were just like so tiny. And then I felt, and then he expanded. Like I started to think like, wow, okay, endless possibilities. After that, the business started to go change right. even greater. This is why you need to align yourself. But you still have to make a symptom. You, you yeah. have, yeah. You still, yeah. I mean, you st- yeah. That's lack of a symptom. Uh, again, you have to think big, but then you have to practice make a uh, make a symptom. And then right. you have to bring God created the world. Then He says, "No, we can't do this in one seven days, one day, one Sunday, one day." So it's important that I think people get into this vision board, but they don't get into a decision board, right? Correct. So the, so the make consciousness a, make, think big, but plan small. Exactly. The consciousness is the capacity. Big difference. The consciousness is the capacity, and then the work you do, which is focused work, yeah. becomes a symptom. Correct. Exactly. Exactly. The folk, the, 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 that's why another beautiful thing is you, you, to visualize. Even Rav Nachman didn't visualize his week. He visualized his day. Mm. So even, even visualize doing yourself. For example, if you're having a hard time doing something, visualize doing the hard thing. You know, mm. Visualize yourself having that hard conversation versus... Because today, I think too much of his week... We don't, we don't, people are just, they're thinking way too big, but they're not, their actions do not show that. I, I tell anyone who comes up with a good idea in our company, I say you have 24 hours to manifest it. Otherwise, don't bring them the idea. And so what happens is there's this like, if you have 24 hours to manifest an idea, you'll at least find a way to get 80% of it done. And that creates momentum. People think they have endless time to manifest ideas and then they end up doing nothing. So you're a Pisces. Um, Pisces in yeah, the for sure. Yeah, he's a Pisces for sure. <laughs> Pisces, no, either they're manifesting or or taking it the opposite, making Correct. catastrophes. Co- Correct. So at least you're using you're using your imagination the right way. Correct. So it's amazing. You've got the gift of imagination because the way you, the, it's extremely you know this you know take this into New York City, tell these people you know they, they look at you like you're you're from Mars. <laughs> but the the it's it's he's not from Mars. We're from Mars. That's the problem. Mm. When we don't think this is possible, we're, we're the ones that are crazy. That's, the pro- that, that's exactly the problem. The problem is, oh, these guys are, they look at it, they're manifesting. They're crazy. No, you're crazy because you're stuck in your, in, in your head. Correct. And that's really what the whole world, when, you, when you're very spiritual, oh, you? you'll get a lot of negativity because they're not used to these things. But the negativity is the ones staying the negativity. Why do people pay hundreds of millions of dollars to these CEOs of huge companies for one thing, they have two abilities. The ability to see unlimited and endless and the ability to execute quickly. Right. That's, you're paying someone $100 million to, because they have that power right. to, to see what no one else sees and then execute very quickly to manifest that. And why do you pay a coach? You, know, you pay a coach $20 million, exactly. He knows what he's going to do on fourth and one. Been there, done that. He calls the play. Correct. LA, you guys don't have somebody winning teams, but in Florida... <laughs> But the bottom line is, why does you, why do you have to pay a coach twenty? Why do you pay a coach twenty minutes? Because he knows how to execute. And it's funny how bitachon, trust in God, gives you vision, gives you vision, actually creates the vision, and executing again is trust also. Mm-hmm. So the when we talk about bitachon, bitachon, it's a cute word, but it's really the new language is execution, vision and execution. So I think all of this. My idea is the, we have everything already. The language is not, is not the same, so we're not we're not associating it. the empowerment we should be getting from the Torah is because we're not associating it to common day language, mm-hmm. and that's what I think me and David are trying to do is bringing that language, mm-hmm. uh, bringing that down into common day language. So you say this is from the Torah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you should be excited when you say you know God gives you all that you want. You open up your hands. 
you have to believe Sephardics do a little better. <laughs> I know in Sephardics, <laughs> they have no They open up their hands, they almost hit the guy in the face. <laughs> right? Ashkenazim sometimes. They, they miss the whole... Now, other parts of the prayer, it's a whole different story. But when it comes to Potecha Shedecha, everybody's, their hands are open. Even if the guy can't even, even broken broken shoulder, he's still lifting his head. Again, because they, they, they associate that. You, so, know, you know, I want to add one thing too. Sure. Okay, the whole concept of momentum, whatnot. One of the reasons why people don't have momentum is because they're just doing too many things in their lives. Yes. And the light is, it says in the Telunus Emanations, no the light is a simple light. And I've learned you got to say no to 99% of things that are happening. Oh, this new business, this new hustle for money, this new, be on this board, be on the. And it's all very attractive, but you have to say no to 99% of things yes. and keep doubling down on the thing that you're working on. To go deep as opposed to going broad. Everyone loves 100%. going broad, just 100%. eating the muffin top. Going deep on That's things so is, where the, is where the I, I, I say no to 99%. Yeah, I, I've, not, I've noticed that. I, I've noticed it's just, that. I can't, because otherwise you become too diluted and you're not going to, you, you do. And if you become diluted, and it just it dilutes the product. Correct. And today, too many people, like, you know, you, you see this, and I, I think kosher restaurants have a problem with this. <laughs> you know, everybody's got sushi on the menu. <laughs> like, you're, you're a freaking Mexican place. Why do you need to have sushi on the menu? <laughs> like, when you go to, you know, you know you, you, when you get a Michelin star, there's no, there's no sushi and, and, and pasta on the menu. It's one thing. <laughs> Specialize in it. But they're trying to grab too much. They're trying to grab, a general trying to grab too many things at one time. You a, can't dance in too many weddings. Either you make this, make it really good and kill it, versus having a thousand things on the menu so you can make extra money, dilute the product, guy walks out unhappy, correct. and you're, you wonder why you're not making money. A general doctor makes maybe 200000 a year. The pinky toe surgeon That's makes right. like $10 million a year. Yeah. You know, the, 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 you just focus on the pinky toe. That's all you do. The surgery on the pinky toe, multi, multi, multi-millionaire. 100%. And that, that's something that I think we're tra- we're, it's a fear of not making enough. Not mm-hmm. fear of, or not having patience enough. Nothing. A fear of not having enough. I need to do, I need to do this. I need to do this. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, it, that's, that, that is showing you you do not believe in your business. You do not believe. You keep on jumping around. And that's the thing. It's an incredible insight because I did the same thing. It's funny. My business, the first seven years, I did not make money. Mm. I made money the first year and then six years did not make money. But I <laughs> stuck with it. I said, there's no way. We got to fix it. And thank God today is, it is where it is. Today. And you don't have a hundred other business ideas no, and opportunities. I don't. I say no to absolutely everything. <laughs> Everybody has a business for me. And I just don't. Because I thank God when I was 23 years old, 24 years old, uh, I, got, I lost a lot of money investing in other people. Mm. I said, they, one time, shame on me. Mm. One time, shame on you. Two times, shame on me. That will never happen again. Oh so I know gosh, if, so it's not, if it's not something, I know. And I can operate from A to Z. No, thank you. I don't have anything to do with it. So good. How many times I, I would hire no, employees you. thinking, oh, they're going to do this better. Or like you, you, and you realize you have the power to do it. People just don't believe in themselves often, so they're always trying to delegate, right. you know, in, in, a, in a way to offset responsibility. Or lack of patience, lack of patience in, in, in going through it. Look, look I mean, we, you know, we saw the movie, an Amazon movie. I mean, how in the world did he have the patience? There you go. So this is something, building the vessel, building the vessel, building the vessel takes patience. It takes, it, you know, you need to, it needs to be broken, it needs to be rebuilt, it needs to be broken again, rebuilt. 
but somehow we don't we don't stay in that lane. Mm. Even mm. relationships also. The relationships also they need to be watered. They need to be. <laughs> It's extremely, it's extremely challenging, this patience stuff. But that patience, like we had a class before, patience is keter. Patience is keter. The highest light in life is ke- wanting, but at the same time waiting. Expand- as long as you're going in the right direction. Mm. Mm. Expanding the wanting and expanding the waiting. It's, it's, they're both connected. Mm-hmm. Because we're, we're too busy today focusing on... Um, an outside victory instead of I think people I think Tony Robbins says people get rewarded in private for what they do in public for what they do in private mm. so everybody wants public recognition and no private work so mm. they come out in prop, inappropriate vessels too much light one bad comment next thing you know the guy's out of business mm. so we need to build the private work and that gets us and then we surrender the public recognition you know, I sent you this video that because one of the things is you invest in people or you invest in a company, you invest in a business and then things don't work out. So what I do is every time I'm investing energy and I don't get a manifestation, I write in a spiritual invoice to the creator. I say, here's I my that. invoice. I gave a hundred hours to this person. Nothing happened. In fact, they don't even appreciate. I hand my invoice to the creator, not to the people. You can't take from the people. The creator, I just keep sending all my invoices and he put it to so the creator. Great. So at the end of wow. the day, the energy has to manifest in another part of your life. Because right. as soon as you're upset with someone, you're taking all the energy you gave and you're giving it to the negative side. Mm. So even if you're in a relationship, like people give in relationships, it doesn't work out. And then there's a depression. Then you're giving all that energy down the toilet, down to the negative side. Say to the creator, I gave, I gave all this energy. It's going to manifest in your way. I'm letting it go. Right. But here's my invoice. You need to have self-respect to give the invoice. And here's my rate. I'm $5,000 an hour. I spent 10 hours. That's the number. You think you'd be crazy for what he's saying, but there's actually, there's a, there's actually, there's actually a Torah from what he's saying. <laughs> Believe it or not. So People right, have a hard time. When I say that, they how is that you spiritual? Think crazy. You would think he's crazy for saying what he's saying. No, I just want to know the email. I'll, I'll, tell, the you, I'll tell you. <laughs> I send it via fax, email, text. First of all, there's, there's two sources for what he's saying. Number one source is the Mishalat Yisharim says because we, you have to pay some kind of tax. Mm. Now, doesn't mean you're going to get paid in that business. I could do, I could work six months, seven months in a business and completely not succeed. Correct. And then I could make a phone call and make it what I put in the six months. So the fact that we think, and this is extra, this is something it's transferable. Mm-hmm. That means the, 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 the work is transferable. So I could take work just because you spent, how many times people spend on a year relationship and it went south. The next thing you know, they meet somebody. Somebody comes up and... and so we think, oh, it's going to take me another year to meet a new person. So this again, this is only in our mm-hmm. own head. This is what we're predicting. This is all our own, our own bubble, my, our own head. And truth is, when you put some kind of effort, the effort does get does get sourced, does get, if you handle it well, it gets, it gets transferred to something else. Mm-hmm. Another thing, another thing that in Lesson 124, Rabbi Nachman says, you have to convince God. He wants you to sell him on something. He wants him to speak new words on ways to convince him. And what happens is if you have the right intention, God will give you the words on how to defeat him. Do you understand? So he'll actually give you the words on how to defeat him. Because otherwise it would be impossible to defeat God. 
So David's ways of invoicing the Creator, that's a very Persian thing, by the way. <laughs> it's a very Persian thing. <laughs> Bring it's it up on the West Coast energy for you guys. This is how we do it on the it's West Coast. This is such a Persian thing. <laughs> Everybody said give. <laughs> but his way of invoicing is his way of, 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 of manifesting the, the creativity in prayer. And you have to be creative in prayer. Absolutely. It's lesson 124 in the Kutu Moran. That's why the word says, basically, to the conductor who, 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 who wants to be defeated. So God wants to be defeated, which is a crazy concept to understand. He wants you to be creative and talk to him in an argument where he has to give you something. Mm-hmm. He wants a Siddiquim to, he to, wants to, to cancel the decree of Correct, he makes. correct. He sends the decree and he wants the Siddiquim exactly, like Moshe Rabbeinu. Uh, he, he, examples of this is very simple. Uh, uh, Abraham, 50 people in Saddam, 40 people. When's the that's last right, time you hear right. talking? That's 50 right. people, 40 people, 30 people. You sound like this is a, a flea market? Mm-hmm. Again, perf. That's <laughs> for 50, they end up walking for 10. <laughs> So it, it, what are you asking these numbers? Moshe Rabbeinu also. Get, mm-hmm. Erase me from the book, otherwise I'm dead. Yeah. It's chutzpah. It's, it's right. chutzpah. Yeah. This is a lot of chutzpah. It's a chutzpah to talk again. It's exactly what Rabbi Nachman said, what, what the, the breast of uh, his bodhidut is. Yeah. He, they scream, they argue, they say, and, and because the whole thing is you're expressing it and you're believing that he's going to answer you and, he's, he's, and you're letting it out. So when you're talking invoicing, his creativity is exactly the same way. People think it's spiritual to not want or not deserve right. or feel like no. that's that's the biggest curse of spirituality. Hundred percent. It's a humble. You know, my teacher, my teachers always told me they said, "Go be successful, then we'll work on your ego." Right. You're, you're so busy Beautiful. with your ego. Right. <laughs> it's like go give, so create success, and then we'll all tell you that you need to work on yourself. It's such so a. <laughs> Go win first, and then we'll worry about how, how, where you're going to put the money. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But today, it's not, it's not like that. So how am I going to, how do I know I'm going to win? <laughs> so again, let it out. You, and this, again, this is all this energy of really, really, the Pisces, like letting it out, just going with the flow. Because otherwise, people think you're out of your mind, by the way. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but there's, there's absolutely sources for absolutely everything he's saying. And that's what knowing the sources and knowing how to, how to have this holy brazenness. Exactly what we spoke about. Holy brazenness. I think I had a class yesterday. Uh, the egg. The egg is pointy. That means you have to be completely direct. You have to be direct. You have to be aggressive. But then you have to be, the other side is rounded. You have to be humble. That means, doesn't mean you're going to get an answered tomorrow. But you will get answered. And you have to walk around like you will get answered. So... I think mm. this was amazing. I think you guys Thank got. Thank you a, for having you, me. It was a pleasure. I'm so happy you I'm, came. He texted me on. Uh, J- uh, what did you text? Nine o'clock. I was, I was, I flying, I was Miami. flying in Miami. I texted you. I, if, if I had every time somebody so told we didn't me that we needed to meet, so finally Beautiful. it worked out. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the enjoy it and, and and start really really start change your energy change your energy and and be and you again you, the creator wants to give more than you want to receive. So let's get out of this limited mindset. Amen. Thank you. What kind of fun? What kind of what?